Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old-fashioned shit-talking. Our hosts, Bill, Anthony, and Delvin, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. In this episode, we answer the age-old question, is the hunt sweeter than the kill? If you've been in the bourbon game for a minute, you know what we're talking about, trying to find those unicorns. But what do you do when you find them? Drink it? Save it for a special occasion? What happens when the juice isn't worth the squeeze? We tackle that and more in episode four. Okay, let's get it. All right, we're back. Episode four, the hottest three-man team in the game right now. Oh, Crossing yeah. kids over, breaking off ankles. Yes, Bill, yes, Delvin, episode four. We're halfway through our first season, which yes. we're going to say we're giving them eight episodes. That's right. And today we're talking about the hunt. The hunt. The hunt. Ah. We're talking about finding those bottles. Those bottles you need, those bottles you want. What you gonna do with them when you get them? That's right. How y'all doing, fellas? Good, man. How you doing, man? So excited to be back in in the studio. I'm glad to be here, man. Delvin, how are you, sir? Brother, I am good, man. This is uh, this is a great time to be alive. Great time to be a bourbon hunter. Yes, I agree. Bryn came in and held us down, oh, and brought, I have to I shout agree. out she Chef Bryn Herrera. Bryn, if you're listening, yes, yeah, she was dope. She brought, that she was dope, bro. Yeah, I think but, for our, you first, know, if, our first guest segment with Bryn, I think she was a perfect guest. I think she brought a lot of great ideas, stuff that I had never even thought about. Never thought about it. And so I think we got, I think we gained a lot of fans just because we had her perspective on the yeah. show. And yeah. I think, you know, we'll have her again at some yeah. point. Having a female voice was Absolutely. Too. I agree 100%. I think she added that element to the team that was really missing. Basically... Um, in, in the bourbon world, she added that cool ass perspective, like that little sprinkle of water we needed in our high proof ass bourbon, That's right? Yeah. You know, I did. I did have a question for y'all. So we had Brynn on. She gave us all these ideas. Did anybody try any of the stuff she 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 told us about? No, not yet. But um, my wife told me last night that she's going to give that uh, that cake a shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. After she saw your daughter's picture of that cake, you got oh, that cake. Oh, it looks really good, dude. I mean, we tried it. Yeah, it didn't look anything like Brent's picture. No, right? no, 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 no. So if y'all if y'all watching on our Instagram, you can see it. Yeah. But you know, we we gave it a shot. It tasted great, but it just didn't look like. Dude, it looked like it was going to taste amazing though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny is you couldn't really taste the you couldn't taste the bourbon. You really? Could, like Brent said, like because it's bourbon infused, you could taste the character of the bourbon. But right. I didn't really taste bourbon per se. So did you put bourbon on top of it? Because you remember she was saying that you know you have drizzle dr- you know drizzle bourbon on it. Did you, you do any of that? You know what? So father of the year. Yeah. You know our our kids wanted to eat it. Yeah. And so we figured that we probably shouldn't drizzle. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. Okay, I got now, you. Now inside the cake, yeah. you know, we yeah, cooked that out. Yeah, cooked right? it out. So, okay. So you didn't try. Okay, so you didn't try like on your piece. You didn't put bourbon on your. So we your made wifey spot. So we made an extra. So we made cupcakes for wifey and me. Ah. Uh, where we we had a little bourbon drizzle on top. Okay. So we got okay. the true. Care. It looked fire okay. though. Yeah, it, it was looked dope. great. It looked. Yeah. yeah. And I got to give my daughter I mean, props. She she had the idea to to do the icing like they do at Nothing Bunt Cakes. But that's what because when I saw it, I said, you know what? A Nothing Bunt Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> she did her thing, man. Yeah, she yeah, did, yeah. She did her thing. Dude. It was dope, man. Yeah, we, I like. We it. loved it. We loved it. Yeah. So yeah, that's the only that thing I think we're going to try. Um, that that um, that a special coffee bourbon that she made. Yeah. I said I was going to try that too, but I haven't I haven't had a chance to get any of that. What about you, Aunt? You tried yeah, it. Uh, the only thing I tried, Delvin, was I tried to make the uh, espresso ice cubes. That worked out. But then I was going to try a riff on an old-fashioned that we had talked about and name it the Rise and Grind. But I didn't get a chance to put that in practice yet. So yeah. I'm rise still waiting and... to kick that off. Rise and Grinder. I like it. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Rise and Grind. <laughs> the Rise and Grind. It, wow. it will be a black and brown second cocktail staple. That's I, got, I like it. That's fire. I like it. Yes, That's sir. Mm. Okay. So as we get into our episode to talk about the hunt, Excuse me, I'm sipping on a little 114. I apologize. That's old granddad. Yes, sir. <laughs> Grandpa. So, 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 yeah, exactly. So, as you got into bourbon, you know, before you really started into the hunt, you you probably started with a favorite daily sipper. You know, did you guys have one of those that kind of led you um, to further things? Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned in episode one, uh, Eagle Rare was the one that got me into into bourbon. I, I've had stuff before then, but Eagle Rare was the one that really changed the game for me. So. Um, I mean, literally, since I had um, Eagle Rare, I started as a bourbon journey. I mean, immediately, because I was like, okay, what I've been missing in all these years, drinking other stuff, drinking 
um, you know, Crown Royal or some whatever else. Um, so, uh, but um, Eagle Rare was definitely one of those, you know, that bourbon that got me started. Well, and for me, my daily drinker was, because remember, I came into bourbon from Jack Honey. I was drinking, you know, the Jack Honey, the sweet stuff, and then I transitioned into Old Fashions. And so the drink that I was making my Old Fashions with was that, that Evan Williams Bottled and Bond White Label, which to me is the best cocktail bourbon on the planet. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I still really? drink it. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was my I've only had that once. Yeah, I've only had that once. Had like one bottle. Um, now, do you said that Evan Williams neat? I have had it neat, yeah. for sure. Now, it's 100, I, right? It's at, 100. At this point, now that, you know, I'm such a bourbon connoisseur, oh, yes, I'm probably absolutely. not drinking My it. man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. make, make a cocktail. Graduated. He's graduated. Yeah, I've graduated. <laughs> so I'm going to make a cocktail with it. But, but you know what? I mean, I'm saying if you are a starter and you just getting into bourbon and you want to kick yeah. up your proof, uh, that Evan Williams white label. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to beat, to yeah. me. Yeah. It's charcoal filtered, too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Which, know that. I want to bring that up, I guess, you know, later on, whenever we start talking about different bourbons. So. What, what's your daily drinker plug? Yo, it's funny, man, because, um, you know, if being an ex-military cat, like back in the day, you know, we would all link up and we would drink Hennessy. So I can't front there. I mean, I used to drink Cavassier, Hennessy, all that. And but no. then once I discovered bourbon elevated, you know, I'm in like the, the mid-80 proof. So right. anything around 80, 86 proof, I would sip on. Now, I have dabbled with the Basil Hayden, you know, back in the day, early right. on. That was like one I would sip all the time. Right. Um, so so now I kind of gravitate to towards anything that middle proof, right? I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a taste. Right. Um, and it's not just one particular one, you know, because it kind of gives me a long range of what I want to search into later, which will lead us to our next question down the road. But so mid proof, I'll check out any any kind of bourbon, not really like small batch, single barrel, whatever, around 86 proof. That's my sweet spot. Right. That, yeah. That'd be a daily sipper for me. Right. Yeah. So so um, with that being said, so with the daily sipper, what kind of led you? What was that next step in your bourbon game that you said, hey, there's something more like, quote unquote, I want to dig for this particular brand and bottle. Like we said, Buffalo Trace is our Wu-Tang. You know, that's right. that's our epic distillery right there because of the bottles. Right. But what led you, you know, Del, when I start with you, what led you into the deeper bottle game and, you know, what higher proof bourbons or, or what bottles were you really trying to get aggressively? You first and then we'll slide over to my man Silverback. Yes, sir. So, again, I was on the sweet stuff, the old fashions, and then when I figured out there was levels to this, right? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. When I figured out it was levels to the bourbon, it blew game, my mind though. It, I the mean, the woo styles, yeah. right? It, I'll tell you where I was. And by the way, that's in my Drake voice. There's levels to this, right? But when I figured it out, <laughs> I was I was playing golf with some old heads, right? And these cats were smoking cigars, and yes. I'm talking. You know, we start talking about bourbon. I'm like, yo, that Evan Williams white label, yeah. and, and one of <laughs> one of the uh, one of the old heads was like. Yo, you ever had Pappy Van Winkle? What? And I was like, Pappy right, Van Winkle. Right, right, yeah, right. And I was like, Pappy, Pappy, wait, isn't that Vanilla Ice's real name? Like, I didn't even know what he was talking about. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> and, and so he starts telling me about Pappy. And so after the round of golf, I get in my car, I hit Google, and then that just opened up Pandora's box. Right. And yeah. so I, that's when the hunt started for right, me. Right, right, yeah, yeah. What about you? So anyway, so like I was saying about Eagle Rare, so... Soon I started tasting that, so I started thinking about what other bottles does Buffalo Trace have. So that's when it led me around to the Buffalo Trace um, that, you know, that led me to looking at Blanton's. So I, I literally remember um, getting my first bottle of Blanton's maybe a month after I started drinking bourbon. Oh, word? Yes. So I went into the, uh, to the liquor store looking for something else they didn't have. And I literally, I, I went up to the counter, I said, hey, do you have a bottle of Blanton's? They said, yeah. <laughs> what? Dude, I was so shocked. I, actually, I thought I was stealing it because I, mean, I paid for it, obviously. But <laughs> I felt like I got something that no one else had. I mean, I really felt like I was in some kind of club and I walked in and came up with a bottle of Blanton. And how did you know about Blanton? Because my, well, after I, um, I drank you know, you know, the, the Eagle Rare Neat, I went to see my boy. And he was telling me about all the different bourbons and all kind of stuff. He kind of you know, went through the list. And you know, he was you know, giving me you know, the different rundowns of the bourbons from Buffalo Trace and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So right. I knew about Blanton's. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers, um, he was talking about Blanton's too. So I knew that it, it existed. <laughs> um, but I didn't know that I would ever taste it or ever get me a bottle. Right. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. What a lucky guy. It was. Man. It was. It was. It was. I mean, it was. It was right around Christmas time. And the thing is, what I, which I didn't know this, but my wife had got me a bottle of Booker for Christmas. Oh, Booker's. Yeah, yeah Booker's. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, so anyway, so when I came home, excited about the Blantons, um, and she was kind of like, I remember her looking at me like I was crazy, like, well, you know, why, you know, why would you do that? Because. Um, because she had bought me that bottle of Booker's, and uh, she did, you know, I guess she was trying to she surprise me. Yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, a little salty. So, yeah, it was good though. We still love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Plug, how did you figure it out, and man? Because you, you up in so New England, it's a, right? Okay, and we've already had this discussion about how the bottles pop different up here, right? So yeah. I was talking to my cousin, as everybody knows who's listening by now. In episode four, you know that that my man Silverback is family to me. It's yes, sir. We're cousins, right? So. His Blanton story kind of leads into my Blanton story because he told me oh, about yeah. the single I barrel. I about that. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah, so right. so let, let me remind you. Yes. Let me remind you. And let me enlighten Delvin and let me tell the listeners. Yes. So you told me about Blanton's and yep. that was my first foray into the single barrel. Now imagine my surprise when I'm going around searching for it and nobody has it except for this one particular spot. And I'm not even going to tell you where at in Connecticut, but this no, one no, particular spot. That. I went in there. Short, Shorty had four bottles. <laughs> Four right. of them, right? right? Okay, correct. Four bottles. So I, I go and I say, yo, you have blend? She said, yeah. She said, it's in the case. I said, okay, how many can I get? She said, how many do you want? That's that's the best shit you can hear anytime <laughs> you're searching for hard to find bottles, that's right? right? That's okay. Right. So that's when you got to do a quick wallet check and see where your ends are stacked right. up at, right? Because now you either want to walk out with all four or at least three of them joints. No, okay? no, no. You got to walk and out then, all four. Right. Okay. But I couldn't do that. So anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to front. So anyway, then she proceeds to tell me, she proceeds to tell me about the folklore. Right. She's like, oh, yes. did you know about the caps? Mm-hmm. I was like, what, what do you mean about the caps? She was about? like, well, the caps are set up. And I'm sure everybody knows by now. Yeah. But this at this time, when I was a young bourbon head, she was like, the caps, if you look at the way the horse is, he's in stride. So he's running throughout a race and all the letters spell out the word blends. I was like, yeah, let me get through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got one let for me, me too. Three. I think you got one for me too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and then and then you know, the gravy train kind of went that way. He got one, and then I had two. You yeah. know what I mean? And every that since then, when I go somewhere and I talk to somebody, yeah, around the hood, yeah, that yeah. blew my mind. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so so that's one of those things. I mean, I'm sure the listeners have, have looked for bottles or come into us some kind of way. You know, if they want to drop us a line, you know, there's ways they can tell us about their story. We'll right. put it in the podcast right. in the next episode. Yo, real talk, and we'll though. include that because... Real talk, or as the millennials say, for real, for real. I I <laughs> I didn't know about the, the horse thing. Until when? Until we went on that Kentucky tour. Until we toured Buffalo Trace and Mark. Really? <laughs> and Are I you hate, serious? Yo, for real. <laughs> yo, because yeah. when our tour guy, what was her name? Her name was like Jay or John. She was awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she, she nice. was yeah. amazing. Yeah, she, she was, was a great nice. tour. Yeah, she very Like, good. if you can't get Freddie Johnson at Buffalo Trace, you want this lady. Yeah. And I, I hate that I can't remember her name, but yeah. she was great. Really and good. until she said it. Hey, but you know what? Yeah. We got Freddie and her, though. We got Freddie in the parking lot. That, that was heavy. Right. Yes. My, yes. my life was made cool. right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we hit Freddie, yep. That was dope. That but was yeah, I did not know you didn't. <laughs> no, I had no idea. Oh, wow. And so, so are you, all right, I know this is off topic because we're talking about the hunt. But, right. you know, these, these stoppers no. are part of the hunt. These stoppers are part of the right? hunt. That's correct. That, now, so is it, yeah. is it disingenuous for you and me to trade stoppers to send them in to Buffalo Trace, or do I have to collect all of them myself? No, I think um, um, you have spent enough money collecting bottles and buying bottles, so you should be able to do whatever you want. So you and I can trade. We can trade. So what you need, have What you need? No. I have uh, several ends, so if you need an end, I have an end. Okay. But, um, but, yeah, no, nah, I traded with my neighbor. I'm, I think I got an S from him. So, nah, I think I think um, if you get them, now, what, where, you know, you can buy the stoppers from the gift store, too. Oh, you can? Yes. Yeah, see, that's whack. I don't, I see, no, no, you're no. You're right. But I was just saying, so you can buy them all. <laughs> yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Whack. So, but, but you can't, but, you know, I think, you know, I think collecting them is definitely a different, you know, definitely a better way to go. Um, but, no, nah, I think if you, if you have a friend or, you know, you have a little group and you guys want to switch toppers, I think that's fine. Because, you know, it comes from a bottle, so I'm good. And, and by the way, the listeners may, all of our listeners may not know this because we have a lot of people that are new to this community. So right. the, if you collect yeah, all shout the, out. if you collect all the tops, right, right, you can send it in to Buffalo Trace yep. and they'll put it on a, what is it called? A stave? A, stave, a, a yeah. barrel stave yeah. and display it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty fire. That's man. very nice. Yeah. 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 
now, for free. Let me ask you a question real quick. I didn't, want, I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't want, I want you to hang on to that thought so you can finish it. But And with saving those stoppers, have you guys started to look at the labels that are on the bottle and you see where it came from, what warehouse, yes. when it was dumped and right. all that? Right. Bruh, I, started I, scrap, I started scrapbooking those joints and I don't yeah, even scrapbook, yeah. but I'm hanging on to those. It, right. I mean, it tells that story, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. too much for me, man. That my brain, my brain, cool, man. My brain can't do all that, man. I I can't. I yeah. just it's enough no, for no, me you, just to know. You're the a bottom. numbers guy. You're a numbers guy, Delvin. Right. Yeah. I mean, those Only numbers tell a story, bro. <laughs> not with my hobby. Oh, this is the hobby. This is the hobby. Hobby checks out. So so before we move on from the Blantons and the Stoppers, so I I I don't know if you guys knew this, but you guys have Blade and Bow. No, I've not had that. So it's out of it's from uh, Diageo. Right, it's a it's a yep. it's a pretty high yep. end bourbon. Right, I've seen it a lot. But they are jumping on the Blanton's bandwagon, right. and they have these little keys that are on the blade and bow yeah. bottle. Right, and so each key is different. So you, they try to get you to collect the key. So apparently, it's like five keys. Uh, and I okay. I had I didn't know that was yeah. a thing for them, but they yeah. uh, pretty smart marketing yeah. on their part. One more thing about the Blanton toppers that really blew my mind whenever we went there. Um, so I thought it was more of a science to those toppers and when they ship them out in different months, like, you know, you know, in April, that's the N bun, the S. It's random. It's random. It's literally random. Right. They, they have a whole box of them, and lady just picks one out and just puts it on the bottle. It's, it's, it's totally random. And we saw that lady. Oh, yes, yeah. we saw that lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah I, I, have, thought, have, I thought that was interesting. I thought it was more science proof. to it, but it's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Good, good times. Yeah, that, um, that that blade and bow you talked about. What you know? What's funny, man? I was I was looking at some information just as you were saying that, trying to figure out um, that any there's nothing about it that's discerning. Like you can't break down the char level they put on their barrel, the the mash bill, any of that. Oh, really? Have you had it, Delvin? I've had it. And somebody, so I went to a, a quarantine cookout not too long ago, and somebody had a bottle, <laughs> and I may have partaken. But they, um, yeah. what, what, what they have going for them, though, is it co- it's a legacy product, apparently, from the Stitzel Weller distillery. Uh, and okay. so that's where they get yeah. their story and their lure. Yeah. Um, the juice... You know, I'm, this is not a review show. I can't, it's not, it wasn't memorable for me. The right. bottle is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The packaging is beautiful. The story is great. Right. I just, the juice wasn't memorable. I got y'all. I guess it may be something we try to find because it says the Bladen Bow 22 years of blend of New Bernheim and Buffalo Trace. That's kind of interesting. Right. Wow. Exactly. It's a blend. Well, they got, yeah. they got like a, yeah. they got like a 20 year joint coming out uh, really? this summer. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, or uh, yeah. wait, it is summer. Yeah, it is so summer. it's I, rumor has it is hitting North Carolina ABCs around uh, uh, September. Or so, wow. so anyway, well, brother, if you got the rumor, that means it's gonna happen. Sure. <laughs> so aside, so, so aside from from what we just talked about the um, the the single barrel blends and all that, what was the first bottle you actually hunted that you know you were really, really, really excited about? Mm. For me, so when I when I figured out this whole other world and level of bourbon with the high-end stuff and of course I saw Pappy and I said oh well that's out of the question because right. I'm not I'm not taking that much money out of my kids 529 no, no, plans no, to get a no, bottle of that no, no. no sir you can't do it can't no do sir it. so I said you know what can I get that's out of that same camp that that might be on that same level and right. that's when I discovered Weller and so, uh, yeah. and well, I discovered yeah, I the Weller yeah. 107 Antique, right? Yeah. Or Antique <laughs> yeah. 107, yeah. however you say it. Yeah, and so, when all, we, so when we, remember when we went on that trip to KY, <laughs> I had been looking for that Weller Antique 107 yes. for like a couple of years at that point. Right. My boy in Kentucky was like, yo, I can get you. You know, I got you. And he gave me two bottles. Now, here's what kind of friend I am, right? right. Here's That's amazing. Kind of, yeah. This yeah. is when, it, I mean, it really solidified Delvin to me. I mean, this is when, like, you know, that's my that's, boy. That's when you, that's yeah. when you decided hey. to keep him. Yeah, this is what I said. You know what? I am so glad I've, I invited him to come. Hang on. So I've been looking for this bottle for two years. Two years. And my guy hooks me up with two of them. And what do I do? I give a bottle to the silverback. Yes, sir. It is. That's true friendship. It is, man. Yeah. So, well, that, it may not be true friendship, but that's the start of a true friendship <laughs> right there. Yeah. So, so my first successful hunt was Weller Antique 107. Yeah. 
And I still haven't cracked my own personal bottle, but you know, I, have I know. And that, <laughs> and I swear we're gonna get emails about that. They're gonna be like, "When's Delvin gonna crack it? When's he gonna crack the one on seven? Yeah. I mean, you should crack it in a Zoom party with our followers, man. Will yeah. that do it? Yo, if we yeah, get everybody on a Zoom call, it's Virgo season. My birthday is in like oh, yeah. a month. A month. Maybe yep. we could do that. Yeah, we yeah. should crack it on your birthday, though. Right. I'm exactly. saying we should just pour it up. Yeah. I mean, just, just drink the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're back. What about you, Matt? So yeah, man. So um, so my uh, my uh, the ball that I was really um, trying to get and I came up on was that uh, Stag Junior. <laughs> my first my first ball of Stag Junior. Mm. It was um, because um, you know after going to um, to uh, of Kentucky the first time and going to uh, Ross's spot. And he gave us um, bourbon that was like you know around one thirty. Ross's spot was that? Um, uh, three boys. Oh, three I'm boys. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah gotcha. three boys. Yeah, three, three boys. boys yeah. And yeah. so um, he gave us bourbon that was around you know one thirty. And mm. and so my thing was, and we were drinking that neat, and it was so smooth. I mean, it just really you know it was really good. So um, so then I started looking at you know what Buffalo Trace had was around that proof, and I came up on the Stag Junior. So I had to get it right. So the first ball I got of Stags Junior, I overpaid for it. Of so course. yeah, I, I mean, I you know I gave him, I gave him one thirty. Mm. I know, I a know. dollar for We're every right. proof. Yeah, a dollar for every proof. <laughs> no, but the no. first time, I think Anthony, the first time I opened it up is when you came down. Remember? Yes, sir. You came down yes, for um, for Easter for spring break, that, and um, and I opened family. it up. Yeah, and you know that's we had the big round spheres of ice in it. And it was really nice. So, it's, how long did you hunt it for? Yeah, I hunted it for about. Um, so I started. So I hunted for about a good, good solid nine months. Mm. Yeah, because you know after Kentucky, um, after everything was coming through, and I was like, I was trying to get that bottle, um, but everywhere I went, you know, they was like, I mean, literally, I asked for it, and people wouldn't laugh. I would go, <laughs> Hey, you got this? No, we, we, you, you'll never see it. Right, it never right. said. So when I finally found it, I was, I was, I was pretty. Oh, happy. that felt good. Yeah, too, I, mean, I, I, I was pretty happy about it. Man. Yeah. What about you, Ant? So, you know, so, um, you know, I have my, the Weller was it for me, the, uh, the antique, yeah. but it, it goes with a story because, you know, as we talk about the hunt and it's always about those connects and associations you make in store. So I happen to be at a spot in New England called Yankee Spirits and anybody that's listening or follows us on Instagram who, who's up here in the New England area will know Yankee Spirits, right? Right. Um, and, and, and they get a lot of, yeah, they get a lot of good products. So anyway, I'm in there talking to a guy at one of the locations. I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want you all up in my camp. I'm talking to the guy. I'm asking for bottles. And I'm like, yo, can I get this? The guy's like, eh, I don't think we have that. I'm like, yeah, I want this, you know, the Weller Antique. And he was like, well, you know, we have a few bottles <laughs> occasionally. So that's when, you, you know, you get to that point where y'all just stare at each other down. I'm looking <laughs> at him. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. And he's looking at me and I'm like, word. And he's like, right, uh, let me go back in the office. And he comes out with that joint. And I believe I sent y'all a picture, you know, yeah, and I think yeah. the reply I got back was like, does he have more? Right, <laughs> you know, like, that's dope. And at that time, I didn't know, I didn't know the flavor profile of the Weller 107. Okay. So, you know, my, my grounding in the bourbon world right then was like, I had no idea. I didn't know about a weeded bourbon. I had right. tasted weeded bourbons. So when we cracked it on one of our, our zoom calls, you know, and like, we're going to put that out later in, in an episode, like our blooper reels and all that stuff when we were trying to iron out the kinks. When I tasted it, it changed my world, dude. Yeah. It changed my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, that might sound a little existentialist. People be like, oh, he's crazy. He's just, nah. you know, nah, he's talking, right. talking outside right. his neck. Yeah. But if they haven't tasted the Weller 107, you know what I mean? It It's a game changer, dog. Yeah. And I mean, y'all can attest to that. I right. mean, it's a different level of bourbon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that it's really close to Pappy. It really makes it extra special to me. Exactly. You know, it's really close to <laughs> right. I mean, and like, you know. If, if people rewind back to episodes and they go back to one, episode one, and we talked about how it's manufactured. I mean, right. one cat, one dude. One dude. One yeah. taste butterless, you know, one guy. Yeah. 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 Might have had a cold one day. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, so well we did, I didn't know that until she said that on until the tour, Yeah, me right? too. I, I, I had, had no idea. idea. I had no idea um, either. Me either. Yep. Me yeah, either. Which, which but that's the, that's the kind of, it's the learning things you learn. And I mean, that was the best tip anybody ever told me. I said, in my mind, if I close my eyes, I'm drinking a Pappy Van Winkle. So right. they, you so they I mean? say if you take the Weller 107 and what is it, the, uh, the Weller 12? And blend them. The special or reserve, reserve, I thought. Oh, it's the special reserve. Special reserve, yeah. Okay. Well, that's poor, poor, poor man Pappy. Poor man right? Pappy. Listen, 
I tell you what, when I get back home, I will be blending a poor man's pappy for real. Oh, really? <laughs> so is it, is it equal amounts, you think? I mean, you would think, right? I have I no idea. I, right, man. exactly. I don't know. You know I don't we, know. We're, we're going to have to reach out to the prophet. I mean, nobody knows about the prophet right now, but if we get the recipe from the prophet, then we'll disclose who he is and how yeah. the blend goes no, down. We're going to have the prophet on the show. So, yeah, we're going to have the prophet on yeah, the show, yeah, yeah. dude. The prophet, that, that the prophet told us about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So how long were you hunting the uh, the 107 before you found it? Yeah, well, it's pretty funny, man. I got to tell you, it's it's like a novice dumb luck. You know, just stupid luck. Talking to you guys about it one day, you know, on a text. We're talking about the Weller 107. Right. I'm in store like two days later. I wasn't even hunting and it <laughs> fell in my lap. Yeah. And then New England pops with bottles. So I have locations I go to. We'll talk about this in a few minutes. Like you have spots you go to where you know the hunt is tight, right? Where right. you know, like just on happenstance, you might have been in there a few weeks back and saw something that was on the shelf. And you're like, maybe it's still going to be there. Right. So I found that Weller 107, I sent you guys, right? Right. A few days later, I'm in my spot in Rhode Island. I'm not going to tell people where I was there. Walk in, another Weller's on the shelf. And are you holding your chairs? Because I don't see no, you grabbing yeah, your chairs. Anyway, E.H. Taylor, single barrel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, How bruh. many? It's just, just one. It it was it was two of them. I believe you got one. Oh, I I think I did get one. Yeah, Thank you, you plug. Yeah. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, if, and if the listener, and if the listeners are listening, I mean, just let that be your answer. You know what I'm saying? So New England is popping with bottles, man. Popping with bottles. That's right. <laughs> hey, what's funny is I was reading an article, um, that Wall Street Journal article I oh, sent yeah, y'all yeah, about yeah, the right. hunt. Yeah, absolutely. And and that that joint, and we'll we'll get to that, but he opens it up yeah. by saying Packy. Right. I he, thought about he, him. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He was exactly, like, yeah, yeah, I went into my packy. local Packy and I was I like, like uh, New England. Didn't I tell you? I told you. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, like, New if England. the plug had not told me what a Packy was, yeah. I would have had no idea what Thank he was you. talking yeah. about. Google. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and if nobody knows anything, share that link with the article on the gram and let them read that. And they'll know what a Packy is. I'm telling you, it's right. crazy. Let's show. It's yeah, crazy. Let's show. Yeah. So, so in the hunt, like we talked about, you have your local spots. Right. You got your local guy. Right. But what if you don't have a guy? How can you tell the followers or the listeners how they can start the hunt and how to increase their value for the hunt? Mm, that's a very good question. All right. So, so yeah, you, if, you I, if I could give any advice on that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be quick, yeah. and I'm going to turn it over to you because you you my guy. Yeah. So if I could give any advice, the first thing I would say, honestly, before you start the hunt, Go see if you can find it in a bar and taste it, right? Oh, that's a very you good point. Yeah. Cause, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's a great point. Dude, that's a great point. Because listen, man, sometimes yes. the juice is not worth the squeeze. That's right. And yeah. and you are trying all this stuff and you spend all this money and yep. got cousins and everybody going yep. out to try to find a bottle yep. that you, you may not even yep. like. Yep. So date, go find a bar, taste right. it first. Yeah, right? Data first. Data first. Yeah. yeah, yeah data what first. would you say? Yeah, you, you're right. <laughs> data first. <laughs> data first. On there. <laughs> the mayor, the first week, dog. You know, data first. So anyway, uh, um, I don't know. So what, hot cotton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's different for a later show. <laughs> so anyway, um, I would, you know, I really don't know. So I would think, you know, go to, uh, you know, go to a spot you like. Go to, you know, one that's close to your job or, you know, or, or, or like close to your home. And go and go talk to the people. Um, maybe if you try to see the same person there, you know, kind of, you know, try yeah. to to develop like a relationship with that person, and uh, you know, and right. then you know, and then buy a bottle, you know, buy a bottle every now and again, so they know that you're serious about it. And so when they come in and they and they see you come in, and if they have anything extra special, they may save it for, or you know, at least you know, tell you that they have it, because that's how I found that single right. barrel of E.H. Taylor. Right. I'm looking for something else, but she was like, okay, if you ask for this, then you might appreciate this bottle. And I bought a bottle yeah. of E.H. Taylor single barrel for a list. I mean, for <laughs> yeah, list retail, price. Right? Retail, yeah. dude. I mean, it was it was retail. And you don't often get the, you know, those, those kind of, you know, uh, bottles. So, so would yeah, you, I mean, I, yeah, sorry, plug. No, I agree hundred percent, man. What, I mean, I agree. Yeah. What were we going to say? Though? I was going to ask, so you bought that at retail Yeah. and we all know there's a secondary market secondary market because we all had those sleepy nights on the internet. Right. Exactly. So would you yeah. recommend if somebody has found a bottle? So they took my advice, they go to a bar, they say, yo, I love this Weller antique 107. Right. I need that in my collection. Right. Would you recommend buying it on the secondary market on the internet, or would you say you should wait and go find it in a liquor store? So it's all about how bad you want it, right? <laughs> and and how bad you want to have it in your in your um collection. So 
I would say if it's not, you know, terribly overpriced, I would say go get it. So what's terribly overpriced? So then? I'm thinking, so Weller Weller Antique retails for what? Forty nine dollars. Forty nine dollars. So what? what Forty nine bucks. Yeah. So what is the max you should pay for a Weller Antique? Okay, so if you really want Weller one hundred seven Antique, I say the max you would pay for it for me <laughs> would be uh, one fifty. One fifty. One fifty. All right, what about E.H. Taylor single barrel? So E.H. Taylor single barrel, probably in the same category. So, so, that's the, so, um, so the Antique 107, that's probably what, that's three times, right? Yeah. So um, the single barrel, I would pay about 150 as well. So that's like double. That's like okay, double, yeah. all right. So well, I wouldn't pay anything yeah. more than 150. So like, so that Stag Junior I bought, I bought a bottle of Stag Junior for 150 one time. And I bought a bottle of, um, I think a single, no, it was another bottle that I bought, like, was around 150 as well. So I, I'm not going to go any, any higher than that. So as a rule of thumb for yeah. our listeners, yeah. because this is about the hunt. Right. So if you are hunting, yeah. a good rule of thumb for you yeah. is do not go over three times retail. Right. Do it. No, I wouldn't do it. So if it's 10 times retail, like Happy, yeah. you know, no, old I, Rip I, Van Winkle. I would not do it. I would yeah. not do it. I would not what do you it. think, Plug? But again... Know. But but again, I have to I have to jump in and kind of agree and disagree because okay during during the hunt like if you're gonna go like Bill said you want to go to a purveyor you meet all the time but also go to tastings if you can find places where they're doing tastings at stores that's a good start you know at least you'll know what you like right and then if you find what you like who who am I to deny you what you're gonna spend to get it because at that point it's supply and demand right so if it's there and you can acquire it. I'd say get it. Like I was talking to a, a friend of mine from the military, like he's in Arkansas and he can't get Buffalo Trace or Eagle Rare. And I'm like, bro, somebody near you has to be able to get you Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare. So for him, that's what he needs. You know what I'm saying? That's what he wants. I mean, he has to make that decision at decision time. Are you going to spend like 110 on a bottle of Buffalo Trace? Yeah. Which you know is, what I'm saying? If that's what you can get. One ten. It's, it's ridiculous, that's right? Usually like, what, yeah, like but, a but bottle, no, I'm just being, I, that's, that's hyperbole, right? I don't know if they're selling Buffalo Trace from 110 where he's I at in Arkansas, oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's just hyperbole. But what I'm saying is, like, I talked to Bill once on the phone, and I'm looking at a Stag Junior on the shelf. They wanted to sell for 150 Yeah. And he was like, that's too much. Right. And, you know, where I'm at, I can get something else comparable that may taste the same or better. Like, say, my Putnam Rye, you know what I mean? That sells yeah. for cheaper, and it's like 122 okay? So I can sacrifice that and say, I'm not going to get rock. it this time. Maybe I find it somewhere cheaper. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is robbery, yeah. but at that point, that demand, somebody may say, okay, I'll pay that 150 for that Stag Jr. Yeah, nah. By the yeah. way, with, speaking of that Stag Jr., our girl B, uh, Bren, yeah. our last episode yeah. guest, hooked yeah. your boy up with a Stag for retail. For retail. Sh- shout out to uh, Bren Herrera. So yes. I got my Stag Jr. Herrera. for $55. How much, how much was that retail? 52 Fifty-two. Man, I hate $52. You, I know, right? I, yeah. I low-key low hate you, but you my man. Yeah. <laughs> people's choice always getting those those good deals, man. Hey, man, when you hunt, you got to hunt. He's the people's choice, dog. Yeah, yeah, but you know, that dude has an army choice. out there, though, man. Nah. <laughs> army of mules. Yeah, right? army of mules. You got people all over the place. So you'll check it. So here's the flip. Here's the flip side of that coin. Right. All right. We out there looking for those bottles. That right. joint we really want. You got you got this level of expectation. You got that hype. You like, oh, my mouth is all ready to taste this. Right, right. What was the most disappointing joint joint you hunted and didn't work out to your taste buds? Man, I'm gonna say for me, and no shade to, yeah. to McKenna, but that Henry McKenna 10-year joint bottle Dude. and bond, like Dude, the I green mean, label, right? You, the green yeah. label one. You and me, I, I was, was going to say the <laughs> same thing. That? The same thing. Because I was like, "Yo, there's so much hype around, around this it. bottle." Yep. Yep. And when I saw yep. it, I found it in a in a store in South yep. Carolina. Right. And I was like, "Oh snap! They got the Henry, Henry McKenna joint that Fred McKinnon, yeah. that Fred Minnick's been talking yep. about. Yep. Let yep. me grab this. Let me grab it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh Garbage. man, dude, this tastes like every other bourbon." I dude, ever I was had. thinking the same thing. It won some award in that uh, San Francisco. It was like whiskey of the year. Yeah. And so I got a bottle of that out the same way. And I got it. I'm like, I don't, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's nothing, you know, I, I don't think it's, you know, extraordinary about it. Um, but it yeah. was just, it was kind of, you know, when everybody was talking about how good it was, it, it was just very uh, disappointing. Now, now, granted, I didn't pay a whole lot of money for right. it. So and that's so, good. Yeah, it's it was okay. like 50 yeah. bucks. Yeah. But, I, but I think that speaks more to my previous point. Yeah. It's like, go go taste it first. Figure out if you like it. Because, right. you know, Fred Minnick, he's a he's a critic. And, yeah. he you know, he, he has a, an amazing palate, apparently. Right. But that one, to me, kind of missed the yeah. mark. Yeah. So yeah. go taste it first. <laughs> so see funny. if you like it. And then right. hunt it. 
So funny story. So yeah. um, my neighbor was in uh, Myrtle Beach or maybe Wilmington, whatever, some, some, somewhere east. And he called me. He said, hey, um, there's a bottle of Henry uh, McKenna here. Do you want it? For whatever reason, I heard. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I, <laughs> I heard that um, that bottle and bond, um, Heaven Hill. You know, that one, that, that seven-year bottom bond? Yeah. For whatever reason, that's what I heard. <laughs> Even though he said here in McKenna, I heard Heaven Hill bottom and bond. So I said, Were you know, drunk? Nah, I was, it was middle of the afternoon. Nah. And, oh, let me ask you, you were you drunk? Oh, no, nah, I wasn't drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when he said that, I said, hell yeah, get it. So then he comes home. I'm all excited. I got another bottle, Heaven Hill, you know, bottle and bond, seven years. And he hands me that here in McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know about it though at the time? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. 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 So I was like, uh, I didn't realize this is what you know. The bottle is dope though. The yeah. label is fire. You think I mean, so? It looked like it, it looked like a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. No, I don't like it. No, like don't you know, like we yeah, got but that. you can't drink graded on your label, dog. It's the flavor yeah. and the flavors. Yeah. I mean, no, no dis to no dis to McKenna. I mean, no, 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 like no, no. I just but everything I've seen online, it doesn't move me like that. You know, it doesn't. People are people are feeling it. You know, I mean, I'm and that's one of those things. that's just. No. By it's, the way, let, me, let me. me just say, though, if it was 30 bucks, it'd be a great every day. Right. But, but now but that now that, yeah. there's, now that there's hype around it and it's $50, $60, no way. Yeah. 30 do, bucks, I'll pay 25 it, Dude, $30. I've seen it for $90 I'd make that, before. I'd make that for cocktails. Yeah. I would not drink it neat. I wouldn't put it on rice. Yeah. That'd be the only mixer only, yeah. you know, yeah. for real. You know, yeah. you know we got yeah. our hashtag bourbon sounds like, though? Right. That bottle yep. made me think about all about the Benjamins. Oh, P. Diddy. Yes, I was yes, like, yes. yo, this bottle yeah. looked like, like a C note. <laughs> this is fire. But actually, but actually, it tastes like or sounds like when somebody skips the record. <laughs> oh, bump into the DJ table. <laughs> so, so what was what was the disappointing joint for you, uh, yeah. Plug? You finally it was the same found one, man. I mean, we all hit that. Yeah, we all hit that on the nose, man. I didn't like that McKenna at all. Wow. Oh, so we agreed and on Bill, the same and Bill bottle. Bill turned me on to that. Yeah, that? I mean, and that's pretty rare that we're all on the same bottle. Yeah. I all agree. right, so so let me ask you this. So what was that bottle, though, that was the LeBron James? And I'm going to say LeBron James because, you know, I'm a Jordan guy. I'm not yeah. a LeBron guy. I mean, Shout out to LeBron. He's I'm, cool. No, he's great. But, he but Jordan is my Wait, guy. Wait, y'all don't like Jordan? No, no, no. no, no we, we love, love Jordan. Jordan. No, no, no. We don't. I mean, he's the goat. He's the I'm goat. Not, I'm not. I'm not a LeBron. I'm not one of these kids that say LeBron is the best. All right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he's not okay. the goat. He's but not in right. fairness, let okay. me ex- let me explain what I mean by that LeBron bourbon. So LeBron yeah. had crazy expectations. Crazy right? expectations. Like nobody yeah. had bigger expectations than LeBron James coming out of high school. Right. And the guy, for okay. all intents and purposes, has exceeded those expectations. Right. So what was the LeBron bourbon for you that you were chasing? Uh-huh. And it actually did exceed the expectations. Wow, that's a very good question, dude. Um, and while you think about yeah, it, I'm going yeah, to give think, you my answer. I'm going to have to think about that one for a minute. Because your boy was looking for Elmer T. Lee for like three years. Right. Yeah. Right. When I figured out the Pappy right. and I figured out that Buffalo Trace right. is putting out all these hits. Right. Right. Yeah. That's when I discovered Elmer and I was looking for it for three years. And when we finally opened it up on your on birthday, birthday yeah. I was like, yo, this is this, this, this is, is the fire. jam. This is fire. <laughs> Yeah, so what? So what was it for you? I don't know, man. I'm, I really, I really um, that exceeded my expectations. I don't know, Anthony. You got anything on that one? I'm, I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go like Rick on the show. Can I say this one? Can I say this one? Can I say this one? <laughs> so, so first, I gotta do the LeBron James thing. Come on, dog. Um, the comparison <laughs> with him and Jordan, nah, no, 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 no. But he was a team. Yeah, but I'm saying okay. Yeah. So. I haven't had it yet, but I'm looking for the George T. Stag. Not the Stag Jr. Yeah, I want the George yeah. T. Stag. You know what I'm saying? I want that one. And I'm hoping it lives up to the hype. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm hunting right now. Why are you hunting? And, and why, I know. Why? So everything I've read about the flavor profile of it and what, and what it's going to give me, it, I'm kind of excited about it. And I want to see if it lives up to what they say. You know what I mean? I guess everybody knows by now we kind of wet for Buffalo Trace. Right? We like the bottles. We, we like the bottles that are coming out of their camp. You know what I'm saying? And you know we got some disturbing news. Like just this week, they said you know Rock Hill Farms is not going to be out there anymore. So those bottles going to be. Yeah, so, so yeah, those bottles are going to be priced out of the market, right? Known that that has some of that. They said that Rock Hill Farms are one of the best bourbons they've ever had. 
The guy yeah, that hurt right. him, and see, that, that, that kills me right there, that the demand is high, and now the little reserve that's out in the field, we're going to pay more. Like, you were talking about that supply and demand, you know, we discussed. Right. Now we're going to be paying at least two bills for that joint if we find it. Well, it's, so, no, 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 I mean, no, no, no. Two bills, I would buy it for two bills. Oh, really? It, no, no, no. You can't find Rock Hill Farms. I haven't seen it for less than but, four or five hundred in the secondary. Yeah. But Devlin, I know for certain, I know for certain, if you get a Rock Hill Farms, we'll never drink that. Like, we'll be at your spot, we'll sit around and look at the bottle and admire the crystal. We'll never crack it. Because you don't know if you're going to get another one. You like to have a back bottle, back in the bottle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You like that reserved player to go in the game. It's not happening. <laughs> but you would hate yeah, to be on your deathbed and not have your Rock Hill Farms, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's right. what I'm saying. Right. Like, you know, right. now nah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to open my bottle now. I'm not going to save it. Um, so that's the question. So yeah. I was, so was going to ask, because yeah. my boy, my best friend, reached out, and he was like, so, you know, what do you do when you find that bottle, right? Right. And we're talking about the hunt, and right. are you like that dog that, that chases a car down, and then you finally find the car. What, are you going to eat the car? No, you're not going right? to So what do you do when you finally... I'm definitely going to take a bite out the bumper. I'm going to hit that bumper. <laughs> so, so what do you do? You, you've been chasing this bottle. you got so right. much time invested. Right. you probably got a bunch of money invested. What sure. do you do? Do you drink it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I cry. Yes. Day one? At, no, no, yes. no, no, no. Hell no, not day one. <laughs> no, what, but what I would, I mean, I will save it for like a special occasion. All right, so to your point, though, you yeah. could die on your deathbed and you yeah, never right, got to right, that special right. occasion. Well, yeah. And we in right. quarantine. We in quarantine. So how many special occasions yeah, do you have? It? Yeah, so I don't know, dude. I mean, that's a very good question. Like, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, pre-quarantine, I might well say it for a special occasion. You can invent a special right. occasion. Yeah, I, I can invent one. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Yeah, right. you know, I'm, I'm opening up my bottle. Right. But, um, but you know, since we're in the middle of a pandemic, you're right, man. You don't know if you're going to walk outside and go to the grocery store and somebody cough on you and not, you know. You, now you, now know, you got the Rona. Now you got the Rona. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, that's a very good question. But I... I think I would crack it, dude. I think I would crack it. <laughs> what about you? Because Clark? I mean, there's no unopened bottles, man. You know, I mean, the bottles that I have yeah. that are not on, you know, that that you know that are you know that are not open, I've had it before. Right. right you know right. what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I think you know something that I'm looking for. I'm gonna crack it. What you say, plug? Yo, for me, man, I would I would definitely crack it. I mean, I can't. I, I mean, if I get that George T stack, I'm gonna crack it. I'm gonna drink it. I might not drink the whole thing because I'd like to drink that with some brothers who respect the joint right. and who are gonna enjoy it like me. Right, exactly. Would you drink um, it by yourself though? Honestly, like if you, it's no would. brothers that you can bring. No, over. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink it. I wouldn't drink it by myself because once I open that joint, I want to. I want to embrace it and enjoy it. Get them flavors, and I know I want to sit there and when when we drink it, I want to discuss what's going on in that bottle you feel me um me and my me and my longtime homeboy got together last night you know um i don't know if everybody knows so so we're on vacation right now i'm down in myrtle beach you know okay and we we try to travel as safe as possible you know social distance but my man from the air force we linked up last night and he was like you know what do you want to drink and i told him you know maybe you can try to get that elijah craig toasted barrel didn't have it at the abc so we picked up a bottle of old granddad 114 right yeah Right, exactly. So we picked up a bottle of old granddad 114. And we sitting there around the island chilling. He pours his joint up, drops a big cube in it. I pour my joint up straight up. He's like, you don't want no ice? I'm like, nah, dog, I'm going to go ahead and enjoy this the way it is. And we sat there. Wow. Yeah. So we, we sat there. I sipped it. He's sipping his. And he was like, and this, I got to tell you this story because this is funny. I think I sent y'all a picture last night. He was like, yo, you know where I'm from, right? I'm like, no doubt. Because he's from his people from Carolina, just like us, right? right? He was like, I got something for you. So he goes in the back and comes back with a judge, white dog. Brother, when I tell you, listen, straight up, remember when we were Jeff Madeley at Bourbon 30? Yeah, yeah. That's the, the smoothness white dog, of his white water? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Bro, it was like that. We had like three shots. You really? couldn't even taste it. All you could taste was corn, and it was like, I'm going to send you guys some. I'm going to send you some samples of it. Man, oh, really? it's amazing. Is that right? I, I told my man, I ain't going to drop his name, but I don't know if he want to be in the podcast yet. Um, I said, yo, I said, if, can you imagine if they put this in a toasted oak barrel and gave it four years? He was like, yeah. oh, my God. I said, exactly. Yeah, I said, that's bourbon. Yo, I'm going to tell you something. Bourbon. I, I'm not drinking out of, out of a milk jug, dog. I'm sorry, man. Like, like, it must be crazy, man. That killed anything that was in that. Any residual that was in there. The, dead. Long dead. That, Long dead. Long yeah, dead. All the bacteria is But real quick, there. though. Let me let me just throw this in real quick. So what I'm also looking for, aside from the Georgie Stags, I'm looking for every E.H. Taylor in that brand family I can find. I'm looking for the grain of the guys. I'm looking for the Amherst. I'm looking for the 18-year marriage. I'm looking for all of those. Yeah. Good luck, bro. Good luck. You, Good you luck. better have that dough. Yeah. I mean, because I, I know Yo, that. Yo, but listen. 
It's going to be like when them cats used to go through cities digging for records. Every right. record, the yellow page going to be ripped out of the phone book. Yeah, I'm going to be going through all of them. Right. So yeah. what's the most you're willing to pay? So I know that 18-year marriage is going for like a G, right? So a what G. would you pay for, Look, honestly? Uh, Okay, honestly, Delvin, that's that's things that I'm gonna have to work out between me and that proprietor at the time. I wouldn't <laughs> want to tell you until after I acquire it. Because I wouldn't want you to judge me. I would I would want you to sit there and be like, damn, this is great. And when you look over at me and I look over right. at you and I say, yeah. Yep, this shit is good. Yeah. We're not even gonna discuss the price. Like my man Freddie Johnson said, you open that joint, you drink it with friends, cause right. yeah. they're the fragile part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Another yeah. good bottle will come along, but we might not be there to enjoy it. But right. at that point in time, we're gonna drain the fuck out of that joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. All right, so the black uh, and brown podcast is now rated R. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, the, the, kids. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I will I will edit that out. No, no, no. Okay, no, 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 no keep it in, brother. Keep it in. Cause you, cause we gonna you drain. We gonna drain that entire joint. You felt that, bro. You 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 That's felt that. Saying. Yo, I wanted y'all to feel that, man. Come on. I mean, seriously, how are we gonna sit around with a bottle of E. H. Taylor, grain of the guys, or eighteen year marriage, and not finish that bottle? Oh, I yeah, mean, it's yeah. that. I mean, yeah. it's that serious. You yeah. feel me? So that's what. So that was my next question. Like, if you if you got that bottle though, would you would you kill it? Like, would you let your boy come over and just kill it with you? Yeah. 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 Me. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. My, my man. Yeah, no, no, seriously. No, <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, it'll be you guys. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, because to me, yeah. I mean, that would be a perfect evening. So what if your neighbor comes over, though? I and, and I'm not saying your specific name, but you. just, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a neighbor. No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> my neighbor, they don't know me like that, dog. <laughs> they know that nine to five bill. They don't, so, they don't know the after five bill. But, but you'll open it up for them and say, hey, hit, get a hit of this, have out a little nip, but you ain't going to kill it with them. But you'll kill it with us. Yes, I kill it with you guys. Okay. No, R.I.P. No. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know if I would give him a nip. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like my neighbors. Man, my neighbors are cool, but I don't know. Yeah. So, so for perspective for me, what's a bottle in your collection that is that good bottle that your neighbor comes over? You want them to know you know what you're doing, yeah. But you don't want to break out your amazing stuff. So, what is that bottle in your collection? Um. I don't, I don't think I have that bottle in my collection. Really? Yet. Yeah, I don't have that bottle. Yeah. What about you, Plug? Yeah, I don't have that bottle. Because anything in my collection right now, I would share with anybody. Really? Mm-hmm. No, but, yeah. but, but I'm I saying. Mean, so, okay, so you're going to let them hit your, your stack, Junior? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You're not? Not my neighbor. Not, now you, yeah. you can get my stack, Junior. Sure. No, no, no. Because I, you know, I've had it. So I'm, you know, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm good with that. Yeah, no, right. no. Nah, nah. And plus, his, his stack, Junior, is putting him right now, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You caught that, huh? You caught that. <laughs> of course. I, I got like a um I, I've got like a um like a couple of craft joints that, that if my neighbor came over, I knew I know they won't know any of these craft names, so they right. would be impressed. Right. And, and they would walk away and be like, Oh snap, D, D- Joy's got that fire. Yeah. Right, right. But I'm not opening yeah, my I would not. I'm not opening my Weller one oh seven. I'm not opening my El- Elmer yeah. Louis. Yeah. Right. You don't get the stack. You don't even get Blanton's. You don't get Blanton's? Nah, really? Nah, nah, not my oh, neighbor. Wow. I bought a black one last night. <laughs> it depends on it depends on their level of appreciation for the bourbon. You feel me? Yeah, if right. They're yeah, really, yeah. If, if they're really if they're really interested in a good bourbon, yeah, I let them taste like a mid level eighty six proof bourbon, and I let them taste like a high rare bourbon, so they can compare the two. Right. You know, um, if they're really interested, if they're like, oh, I don't really care for bourbon, nah, fuck it, they're not getting it. By the Sorry. way, and that is that is the R rated person right there. Nope. Real real talk, my neighbor is not into bourbon. My next door neighbor is not into bourbon. Right. And they brought over, because you know, you guys know I got my bourbon room, right? No, no, I have no idea. You, yeah, you you've seen, yeah, yeah, come on, man. So <laughs> no, they, I, had, I didn't know you had a bourbon room, no, Devin. So, I'm sorry, please enlighten yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, this, is, this is my neighborhood, man. My, my neighbors came over to commemorate my bourbon room. They brought me peach preserves. Right. And so they, the preach, the peach preserves were actually made with bourbon. Mm-hmm. And so, really, yeah. yeah. How about that? So, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. I said, "Hey, what what kind of bourbon did you use in these peach preserves?" And they were like, "Oh, it was something called Weller." <laughs> oh, get the, oh no, yes. hell no, yes. And so no. I was like, I was like, oh my god. All right. So first off, they okay. It's very nice of you, but you put <laughs> so, Weller in peach preserves, and I was like, all right. I was like, please don't be. Antique 106. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The At least reserve. say it was special reserve. The special reserve. I was, the twin I know. They not, they not bourbon people. They right. wine people. Right. Somebody had left a bottle of 107 at their house, and they made peach preserve for it. And I was like, which which one was it? And I was like, what color was the label? They were like, oh, it was the red one. I was like, oh, man. So when are, when are you selling your house, Delvin? When are you moving? 
They can't be trusted. They cannot be trusted. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, that that is wild. amazing. They so, made peace preserves from Antique Weller 107. So when y'all come to my house, I'm not cracking my Elmer. I'm no. not cracking my no. stag. Yeah. I'm cracking the peach preserves. Yes, sir. Yeah, you might as well. I'm going to get a piece of light bread. Yo, we're going to get some of that rainbow bread, bro. We're going to throw some peach preserves on that joint. I'm going to cook some bacon in that mug, bro. Yeah, you're going to have breakfast. Yo, that's going to be fire. Bro, that's that's just insane. That is that's insane. crazy. But real talk, though, I know we're talking a, a lot about these exotic unicorns, and, and a lot yeah. of them are out of Buffalo Trace. But the advice that I would give a bourbon hunter is that there are so many quality bourbons on the shelf right now that you don't have right. to hunt, right? right. I mean, I Old Forester is putting in work, dude. Work. Work. Yeah. Like work. that 1920s joint, the 1910 very That 100 I, I, I tried last yeah, time. Yeah, the, the, the mm. old Fisher that you called it. Old on Fisher. The last. Yeah, the old Fisher. <laughs> but I'm telling you, old Forester's putting in work. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. there's so many craft distillers right now putting in work. Like, so... I know we all get caught up in the hunt, yep. but there's so much yep. other stuff that you can just walk into your packy if you're in New England yep. and just fine. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, that would that would raises a great point. I mean, it, the listeners, you have to. I mean, I know you're sitting there probably thinking like, "Well, I like this type of bourbon. I like this bourbon," and it's true. It's whatever you like. You know, taste it, find out, and then find that bottle you can't go wrong if, if nothing else like we say it's always available for cocktails you feel me right. you can't make a mistake in this game right. you know you're gonna you're gonna find your lane you're gonna get what you like you want to drink it neat you want to drink it over ice it's all good it's what it is as we wrap up the hunt we hope we gave you some good advice as always you can hit us up on on our email that's the black and brown podcast and i'm gonna spell it out this time because i always give you a hard time it's d-a-b-l-a-c-k-a-n-d-b-r-o-w-n podcast at gmail.com we're on instagram and twitter you can follow us at the black and brown podcast and i think our phone number is 502-383-9433 yo is that I'm, right, in, I'm impressed i have no idea i know 502 is right but i have no idea what the rest yeah I think right. that's it. 502-383-9433. If that's not right, email us. Um, we'll email you back with correct information. Also, if you hit us up on Anchor, leave us a message. We will add you to the podcast. We'll play you in an episode. We'll add them all. Okay, we're on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. And in case you missed it, we didn't do our West Kraken, but surprise, we're going to do a full West Kraken episode next Sunday. We're going to drop that for you. And we'll tell you what we're drinking, what's cracking, what we love, what's going down. For the Black and Brown Podcast, Delvin. Stay black and keep it brown. I like it. This is fun. All was, right, fellas. Happy hunting. Yes. Yeah, go get them. We'll see you in episode five. All right.